Why, hello, hello, everyone. Welcome back to Behind the Cutscenes, a games industry podcast. I am none other than your host, Jake Yoder, and wow, guys, I've missed you. It's been like two weeks since we've had uh, an episode here. I know, I get two episodes in. I'm really excited about making sure we have one every single week. I completely edit the third episode, and then, boom, uh, my computer dies. Game over. And I'm talking like the only way to save this guy is to do a complete factory reboot. So that's what I have to do. All my files were gone. The interview was gone. I, I stupidly, stupidly did not have it saved to the cloud, which is something that I obviously highly regret because I lost that whole conversation with a staff writer of the Daily Beacon, Seth Chapman. It was a great conversation, but I'm sure we'll be able to have him on again and uh, recreate it. But I was kind of left out in the cold. I didn't have anything to do. I This literally happened Tuesday night. The podcast normally goes up on Wednesdays. So I, I didn't know what to do. I didn't have a guest. I couldn't really think of anything interesting enough to do a solo podcast. Um, so I was just kind of out a week. Um, and yeah, that, uh, that sucked. So that's why we missed last week. Now, I did actually get a podcast recorded this week, which I'll get into introing here in a second. But I was so busy on Tuesday that I didn't have time to edit it to have it up on Wednesday. But hey, what's a day between friends? So here we are on Thursday with the latest episode of Behind the Cutscenes. Now, this week, we don't necessarily have an industry professional, so to say, on. But we do have someone on who knows a lot about a certain part of the industry, which I think is pretty big. This week, we've got my friend on Austin Hukasian. Now, Austin is is one of my very best friends here at Knoxville. We've known each other for about a year now. And uh, I mean, he's my homie. <laughs> We're good friends. Um, but one thing that we don't have in common is uh, Austin is, is really, really, really into fighting games and the fighting game community, or FGC. I am not. I'm not a competitive guy. I'm not all that good at video games. If something is hard, I just kind of move along and I go and try and find something that is naturally easy to me or that I'm naturally good at, um, which I am not at fighting games. So I've never really been into that community. But Austin is really into it and he's really into it here in Knoxville and he's really into it in Tennessee. And just as a whole, he plays a lot of Street Fighter, a lot of Dragon Ball Fighters. So um, I wanted to have him on and sit down and talk to us about what makes fighting games good. Now, even though, like you've probably come to accept here on Behind the Cutscenes, the audio isn't perfect, I think this is a really good conversation. You know what, Austin, honestly, um, Austin sounds pretty good. Um, even though I thought I had the right setting on, I didn't though, so I am pretty quiet on this episode, which I apologize about. But luckily, Austin does do most of the talking. He sounds good, so just bear with me when I'm a little bit quiet. But I really think this is a fantastic episode. We have great conversations, very enlightening, especially if you've never been to fighting games or the fighting game community. And even if you are, I think you'll be very validated by some of the stuff that Austin has to say here. So before we hop right into the show, obviously I'm going to plug uh, all of our socials here at the end of the show. Um, but hey, please follow us at Behind Cutscenes on Twitter. Follow me at Jakey Wakey. That's Jakey Wakey with two Y's at the end. And you can follow me on Facebook at Jake Yoder Entertainment. Also, little self-plug, I started writing for But Why Though, a geek community um, over the past week or so. My first article went up either yesterday or today or tomorrow. Um, it's a review of a game called Barrel of the Apocalypse. Spoiler alert, I didn't like it. But hey, I'm really exciting to be a contributing writer on there at first just with video games, but hopefully soon with uh, manga as well. So hey, look forward to reading my stuff there. 
All right, so that's enough jibber-jabber before the episode. Thanks for bearing with us for missing a week. Um, without further ado, let's get into Behind the Cutscenes, Episode 3, with Austin Hukasian, a fighting game enthusiast. Thank you for joining me here today. No problem. Yeah. I'm really, excited. I know. Um, that sounded stupid. Um, <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm excited too. Um, we've been friends for a while now. Mm-hmm. And uh, of course, I know that you're really big into the fighting into fighting games and the uh, fighting game community. That is all um, I do, yes. <laughs> um, and I, as, as you know, as totally not me, like I am non-competitive mm-hmm. at all. I like single player games. I'm bad at video games somehow. That is the one thing I am, and that is just pure competitiveness. <laughs> like I can't stand losing at anything. Oh yeah. But I only like losing if it means I can eventually get better. Like a Saiyan from Dragon Ball. Base, yes. Because that's a. Uh, me and my friends are actually doing like a talking. Because I'm not good at like. How I get good at things is that I just like lose ten million times over and over again. A lot yeah. of people would like see that and be like, "Oh man." I don't want to play anymore because I keep losing. I'm like, all right, I'm going to lose. And then as soon as I start winning, that's how I know I get good. Yeah. So, like, every time, like, I'll play with my friend who taught me how to play a certain fighting game. And he gets the points. like, God damn it. Every time, I keep beating him, but every time it gets closer and closer. And I don't like that. I'm like, yes, I'm getting better. It's working. <laughs> you can you can feel the improvement. It's, it's, it's mm-hmm. tangible. <laughs> see, that's why it's so much fun. Because, like, when you're playing a fighting game, you can actually see your improvement like just like slightly because yeah. it's either you're not losing as fast you're noticing things and once you like like solve a solution to like yeah. a problem that you're facing like it's like a light bulb going off and you're like oh i can tangibly see what i'm doing better and how i'm getting better so is it that kind of sounds like i do not like math at all but i think math can be kind of appealing in that way where it's like, you know, you're doing a, a problem mm-hmm. and you get that answer and you check the answer and you see that it's right. And it just, you get that like, ah, like I did it. It that sounds, sounds kind of like that. So or like a puzzle enough, maybe, maybe yeah. that'd be better. So here's the thing is that I love puzzles. That could also mm-hmm. be why like, um, so prior before when we're talking about math, I have a friend who's actually like really into math and like mathematical theories and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like every, and he's a huge fighting game player too. Is one of my good friends. And anyway, when he's playing something, he goes, oh, he likes going in the lab is what we call like practice training room right. for fighting games. And you go and you can like make the computer do a certain move or something. And then you can just test and see like what else you could do to beat it. And he's like the king of that. Like I have a bit where I call him uh, like Victor, like Victor Frankenstein, because he's just in the <laughs> mad, he's like a mad scientist in the lab all like yeah. 24-7. So um, why do you play fighting games? Why Why would you say, would you call yourself kind of like an expert on the, on fighting games? I would say expert compared to, like, the regular person. Right. But, like, I don't know... I know a lot, but I don't know, like, everything about fighting games. Right. You know so what I'm uh, Yeah, so I guess, like... Because I'm pretty new in the scene. Because uh, fighting games... Or I guess, like, the scene really started as soon as Street Fighter Two came out. Mm-hmm. But that's, like, forever before right. me. Before our time. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess, what got you into fighting games? What's your history with, with uh, the FGC? Okay, so if we're going to the very beginning, I would say that... I've always been a competitive person, but only when it came to video games. Because initially, I never understood, like, as a concept when I was, like, little and tiny, that you could be, get better at things. <laughs> yeah. I always just assumed, like, oh, everyone's just naturally good at something. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I was somewhat good at, I guess you could say, was, like, video games. Because I've right. been playing them since I was, like, two years old. 
because mm-hmm. I got the GameCube when it came out. So I was came out two thousand one, I think. Something like that. Yeah, so I would have been around two years old, which is ever since I was born, I was playing something, and then I could just like kind of understand games a little bit easier. Right. And then Super Smash Brothers Melee was the uh, first, I guess, fighting game. Although in the FGC, we don't we don't really uh, associate with Smash Bros <laughs> that much, but uh, it depends on the person, depends on the thing. We're right. welcome them sort of. But uh, no harsh feelings towards Smash. But anyway, <laughs> Melee is what really got me into like being like, oh, I can play video games against people, and then I can beat them. To the point of like, hey, I'm kind of good at something. So like whenever we'd have like all of our friends over, and we'd all like play, I would like, me and my brother would be like the only ones who would like kind of win every single time. Mm-hmm. And then we'd be like, oh, okay, well I can't beat my older brother and my older brother's friend. And then I got to the point where I did beat my older brother, I'm like, Maybe I can just keep getting better at this, and then, like, that kind of <laughs> sprawled off. But that kind of get me into, like, more competitive things. But what started me in, like, fighting games specifically is, um, actually, a lot of people, too, is called Evo Moment 37. It's a fighting game clip where I'm, uh, they're playing Street Fighter Three Third Strike, and I wish you could have the clip up. Is, but this, it's, is this the one where they're, like, the block, 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 Yeah, block, exactly. Block. It's the, yeah. um, one of them does a super move with, like, one, it's Daigo versus Justin Wong, uh daigo has one he's a japanese player arguably the greatest japanese fighting game player in the world or just fighting game player in the world and then i'm uh he has no health so he gets hits by anything he loses and then justin wong does like a super move and he's able to parry because in third strike instead of taking damage if you tap forward you can block every hit mm-hmm. so he's able to do it it's a 13 hit i think 13 hits that he times perfectly without being able to see it and, like, the amount of skill it took to just do that. Like, I've tried doing it myself. It is so impossible. Yeah. It's, it's so hard. If I'm then, remembering this clip correctly, mm-hmm. he not only blocks it, but then, like, counters it with a super move himself. Oh, like, yeah. Hits, so he, right? he parries it. He parries the whole super, jumps down, does a jump-in combo, and uh, wins the round based off of that. And and this is one of those, like, like I've, I've never been huge into fighting games, but if I ever had the chance, like, if the world ever goes back to normal, and I ever have the chance to, like, go to Evo, oh, I would I would kill for it. Mm-hmm. Because the energy in that room when he does that, like, you can just tell on the clip. Everybody's like, yeah. it's like the Super Bowl, you know? It's mm-hmm. like, Whoa! It was insane. It's like, even in, like, the clip for you, it was like, it said you had to be there, because, like, you can't get that like amount of like pressure and like excitement in the room just from yeah. watching but like even just watching it's still still crazy yeah that's no. why i'm uh i went to or that's why like i really want to go to evo that was like always the one of the things i've always wanted to do but i'm uh isn't evo like dead now or something yeah so there's like there's um okay so there is a scandal that happened with uh mr wizard one of the guys who like helped found evo and then once coronavirus hit, everything went offline, then that thing came out, and they canceled the online, so I kind of don't know where Evo's at. I would think that the brand would still stay solid, because they also have, like, Evo Japan and other stuff, so I think the brand and tournaments will be good, but I don't right. know. We'll see. I know it was canceled this year, um, obviously mm-hmm. because of COVID, but yeah, 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 I remember, I mean, this year was crazy. I Specifically, I remember the Smash Bros. community. I think during the pandemic, there was mm-hmm. a big, like, oh, a, yeah, the, a bunch of people got outed for, like, sexual harassment yeah, and I'd, pedophilia. Yeah, see, I don't know. It's, like, one part <laughs> where I don't like Smash anymore. Yeah. But, uh... Yeah, I guess, yeah, sorry, that was a tangent. Let's get yeah. back to... All right, but so anyway. That, that moment kind of so got So, that moment, it. so watching that video, I was like, oh, man, that was sick. I wonder what other fighting games are out that I could play. So um, uh, I watched a couple of videos on 
uh, YouTube. One series I highly recommend if you're into fighting games at all. Even if you're not into fighting games, you just like good videos, I would highly recommend Core Gaming. Mm. It's a YouTube channel where it's like every single fighting game player is like, that is like cream of the crop videos mm -hmm. that explain concepts that would be like almost impossible to explain to like people who are new at fighting games. And he does them perfectly. So I'm shilling out for him right now, but please <laughs> go look him up. It's Core A Gaming. So good. Yeah. But sure. anyway, I watched those videos and I'm like, oh man. Uh, there's a couple games I want to try, and then the one that caught my eye was Street Fighter Five because mm -hmm. I watched a ton of Street Fighter Four videos because I don't know those were the only ones that I could get. It's like uh, Snake Eyes and all these players playing, and then Street Fighter Five came out, and I'm like, oh man, this is sick. And I watched um, Evo for uh, the Evo tournament for Street Fighter Five. That was the most hype thing I've ever seen in my <laughs> life. So, so what are the main games that you play? Obviously, you mentioned Street Fighter okay. Five. So I play. Three games. There's like a bunch of games that I like, but there's three main ones where it's Street Fighter Five is the first fighting game I've like actually learned. Then it was Street Fighter Three Third Strike, and then Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Right. So what? What? Uh, so what drew you to those games specifically? So Street Fighter, I thought was an interesting concept, and there's one character in Street Fighter who I think is the coolest character ever. His name's Akuma. He's the person I play in uh, Street Fighter Five, and he's just so sick. He's like an evil karate practitioner who uses like evil power to like kill his enemies it's so <laughs> sick Heck yeah. his um one of his super moves is called the raging demon and like when he hits you with he says die a thousand deaths i'm like that is so crazy i need to play <laughs> as this character and then um funny enough when i learned uh third strike because i grew up playing or i guess grew up I played Street Fighter V at uh, Game Galaxy Arcade in Smyrna, Tennessee. Mm -hmm. And there they have a Third Strike uh, arcade cabinet. Like a double set of up so you can play against people. And I'm like, okay, this this is awesome. So like, I would go there for tournaments. And whenever I'd lose, I'd be like, oh, I'll go play Third Strike. Since it's just another game that I could play. And then I really fell in love to a lot of characters in Third Strike and parrying. Because it didn't, because I didn't process that of what game they were actually playing in Evo Moment 37. I'm like, oh, that's Third Strike. And I figured you can parry moves in that game. Oh, it's so much fun. And then I got into Dragon Ball because my friend is like, hey, I started hosting uh, fighting games here at UTK, like esports club. And right. so the fir couple first ones hosted like Street Fighter V and Dragon Ball, Fighter Z. I knew nothing about Dragon Ball at all. Never yeah. even gotten into Dragon Ball. And just play and like didn't even know anything about the game either. Then my friend's like, "Hey, we should play this game." Because I met him at the tournament. It was a lot of fun. And then I'm, uh, I was like, "Okay, I can learn it." And then the only reason why I thought the game was maybe interesting because I saw the character Android Twenty One. I'm like, "That's a <laughs> sick design for a character." Still your wife. Yes, to this wife. day. <laughs> but yeah, I <laughs> I love hearing about how you got into uh, fighters because. That just shows how, how good of a game that is just on its own. Like, oh, yeah. I bought that, like, day one just because I'm such a big Dragon Ball fan. Mm -hmm. Not even being a fighting there, fan. There, I didn't know. I was just like, man, I know there's people that, like, just buy every single Dragon Ball game. I'm like, <laughs> I didn't know those people were real until I met you. Yeah, until you walked into my and apartment. I walked in like, oh, that's a lot of Dragon Ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm I like, mean. It, and then you, you bought Kakarot, which was, like, the next like, big Dragon Ball game that came out, like, after Z. And I'm like. Oh, okay. I know what type of person Jake is. Yo, Kakarot's good. I love that game. Couldn't play a single player game. It's so much fun. I pla First of all, I bought the Ultimate Edition, so mm -hmm. I spent like $100 on that game. And second of all, I platinumed it and have played all the DLC. It's a good game. It's a good game. Um, that's rock. neither here nor there. 
So you've played, you've, you've mentioned you've played in some tournaments, right? Yeah, so I am, uh, maybe not am, but I've played a lot of tournaments here in uh, Knoxville, Tennessee, and then in um, uh, Nashville, Tennessee. Right, so what, uh, what tournaments have you played in and how have you done in those, I suppose? Okay, so um, Nashville, Tennessee, there's not a ton of us that play Street Fighter Five. So it's like me, my brother... Um, our friend Nagi, and then uh, one of my really good friends, his name's Thomas. He goes by the tag Tito G, mm-hmm. and he is like the person that like taught us or like taught me and my brother how to play Street Fighter Five to the point of like meaties, blockies, like all the different concepts that you have to like learn just in fighting games. So he like really helped us through there. And then it's gotten to the point where just me and him normally in finals to the point. Nagi used to be a lot better than me because he kind of taught Thomas how to play. And then I used to compete against him. And then that was a while. Then we had to move for him uh, to go to school, obviously, college. And then right. uh, we play at this to- or tournament called uh, Token Throwdown mm-hmm. before the pandemic happened. And that was um, played in Street Fighter Five, Third Strike, and then I'm, uh, like a bunch of other games. Like Tekken is huge here in Knoxville. Is that the at the Token Game Tavern? Yeah, or? Token yeah. Game Tavern. Yeah, so we go compete over there, and then for the longest time, uh, I would win a lot of the Street Fighter V tournaments, um, and then I would also win Third Strike when that happened. Then uh, a good friend of ours who we met through the FGC, his name's uh, Clint, came over to start beating everyone in Street Fighter V, <laughs> and I'm like, God damn it, now i got to work ten times harder. Just to yeah. be, like, better. But he's, it's, like, I've always liked having someone better than me at something because that means I always have a goal to go for. Because, like, now that he's beating me, I'm, like, oh, shoot. Now i got to get, like, ten times better just to even, like, come close. Yeah. I love how Goku-esque everything you're saying is. Like, in yeah. my head, you're talking. Or just, like, shonen protagonist. Like, oh, I want to be the strongest there is. But I always like there to be someone stronger so I can aspire to that. Like, yeah. that's, that's some Goku shit right there, dude. Yeah, because, uh... Oh, it's a lot of fun because it's I'm never bored with a fighting game because yeah. no matter even if it's one I've been playing for a year because I've been playing Street Fighter Five since season two which came out in like oh, I think it was like 2017 I think is mm-hmm. when I started because I think it was 2016 was season one and then I've been playing ever since then like I still play constantly every day every day I try to get at least like an hour of practice in whoa every day yeah that's crazy mm-hmm. I mean I say that as if I don't probably put at least an hour into video games every day yeah but that i mean that that that's something i mean i mentioned this in the last podcast that went live with casey Donnell, and he was talking about playing destiny 2 mm-hmm. and i was saying i just don't understand games like that not understand it's just like mm. they're not for me yeah just because i'm like oh that's a lot of time to put into one game yeah and even more so in my head for like fighting games because i love I, I mean i love i think it's fascinating that you say like oh i never get bored of it you know i never get mm. tired of it because to me it's like it gets so boring pretty quickly. Yeah, you know? that's where it's like, because I don't want to just be, I don't just want to like play the game. I want to get better at the game. It's not about, um, to me, I think funny enough, this is why I like puzzle games so much, is that you can always, or puzzle game, by I'm saying that, I mean Tetris, <laughs> is that you can always get better at Tetris. And I don't know what it is, but it's like seeing a solution fast is very satisfying to me, especially yeah. when you get better at it and better. It's yeah. like that same thing with a light bulb goes off and it's like, oh, I could just do this and it makes everything easier. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like this tells you a little bit about my personality, but like, I feel like I've always been at least a little bit lazy where it's like, oh, if I don't have a natural inclination to this thing, mm. like, it's not worth my time to like work on it to try and get better. I'm um, like, I'll just, 
I'll just move on and do something else, um, which is, I don't know, I guess why, like, when we've talked, I don't really play fighting games, I don't mm-hmm. really play Souls-like games, because I'm like, ah, this is hard, uh, it's, it's too difficult. To like, me, the making it hard is what makes it fun, because yeah. if I'm not, like, if I'm not, like, challenged the whole time I'm playing, then it gets boring. Like, it's the same people, like, I couldn't stand just, like, having, like, RPGs to me are, like, so boring. Because I hate repetitive combat that isn't hard. Or it's not physically challenging. Right. Where it's, like, in a fighting game, you have to, like, do the moves and the combos. Well, they might not be that hard. I still have to, like, react to them. Whereas, like, an RPG, it's just, like, okay, hit it with this thing where it's weaker. Like, Pokemon got super boring to me. We're just, like, ah, oh, what beats water? Oh, grass. All right, hit grass move. Yeah. All right, ne- on to the next gym, and I just, I don't know. It gets super boring to me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I can see that, but there's something, you know, there's people that are only into RPGs and have, like... Yeah, whole, I mean, they have their whole different freezing, but it's different yeah. games for different people, right? For sure, yeah. It's I, just, uh... All right, sorry, go ahead. No, I was going to say, that's what, um... I, I mean, that's that's the cool thing, is it's like, yeah, I'm not into fighting games at all. Like, I love hearing you talk about fighting games, because I think it's just so cool. And, like, a lot of me wishes I could be into it, mm-hmm. but... Also, I mean, you know, I mean, I do, <laughs> I do too much. I'm, I'm too busy at all times. So that's mm-hmm. another thing is, is I'm like, God, pouring so much time into like one game feels, w- w- would feel so tiring. And then especially like, I don't know. I understand why people like hold on to games in the FGC, you know, like mm-hmm. why, um, like why Melee is still being played or why, um, we don't, that's not included. FGC is <laughs> well, then clearly that. Why like Third Strike is still being played or there something like go. that. There you go. Great comparison. You know I mean? Yeah, exactly. Uh, like older games like that, it's like you hold on to them, but like, I don't know. I I, I feel like I, I would be like, damn, it, it would feel like a waste to be like, well, I put like 5,000 hours into like Street Fighter Five, and now Street Fighter Six is out and everyone's moved on. That is, that is, that is the one fear, but also it's very reassuring, right? Where it's like, the next game could be even more fun and I could be even more invested in that one. That's, That's how true. I look at it. Where it's like, um, there's a couple releases coming out, like Guilty Gear Strive is coming out soon. I am very excited for that because I kind of liked the older Guilty Gear games, but mm-hmm. they weren't like really up my alley. But I really think the direction they're going looks fun, but also could be bad depending on who you ask. But uh, yeah. I don't know, I'm excited. I feel like, and it looks amazing too. Like, oh, even if you sure. don't like any of the, like, gameplay that they're changing from, like, Exart or anything, the newest one is, like, so stylistic. Is it a, also Arc System Works? Yeah, Arc System Works has been, like, knocking on the park with, like, most anime games. Dude, like, well, that and Dragon Ball Fighters. Arc I think we were talking Works, about that. Arc System Works is just the king of the fighting game community to me right now. Like, every game that they make, I like, not only looks beautiful, but also, from what I hear and from what I've played a little bit, just, like, plays really fluidly and amazing. Mm-hmm. So, whenever I hear a game is... That whenever I hear that Arc System Works is involved in a game at all, I know that there's going to be a level of quality there, you know? Yeah. Arc System Works is definitely really good, especially for an actual, like, Arc System Works fan, because I would have never really gotten into, like, anime games, especially where it's, like, anime fighters, because they play a lot differently than, like, Street Fighter. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't have really gotten into it unless Dragon Ball Fighter Z came out. And then sure. after that, now going back and, like, actually watching Dragon Ball... After I've already played with all the characters, I'm like, oh, there's Krillin, he rocks, <laughs> and like, oh, I love all the characters now. Yeah. Dude, okay, so another bit of a side tangent, but you always, uh, like, sometimes I'll ask you, like, oh, uh, do you play, you know, how do you feel about Mortal Kombat, or like, how do you feel about Injustice, and you're like, ah, oh, now they've got a block button, like, it's terrible. Okay. So explain that to me, like, what's what's your issue, what's so, your like, damage? Because here's the thing is that all fighting games have, like, similar concepts that you could either really like or don't like. That's the thing is that... 
that's what's beautiful about the fighting game community is that there's a fighting game for literally everyone. Mm-hmm. If you don't think there's one out for you or don't think there's one for you, you literally just haven't found it yet. Yeah. To the point where there's so many. Like, there's old, like, Kusoge games where it's, like, Fist of the North Star. And you can, they're so wild. You can kill someone off of, like, one hit because it goes <laughs> into an infinite combo. Jeez. But, like, every character can do that. So it's, like, kind of balanced in a weird way. So, like, going back to Mortal Kombat where it's, like, Mortal Kombat or... Uh, I forget. Oh yeah, Nether Realm games. Mm-hmm. They're like very like. To me, they're not as fun because one, there's a block button. This just might be a me tangent, but I don't like having a block button in fighting games. I don't know what it is. Um, but anyway, it's like <laughs> different games for different people. Like Mortal Kombat, I think looks cool, and I'm a huge fan of DC characters. That's mm-hmm. why I was super excited for Injustice before I got into Street Fighter. And now that I'm into Street Fighter, it's like Mortal Kombat games are just like, to me, they play slower. And then there's a lot of, like, overhead moves that, like, lead into combos. And then, like, it's, like, it's like guessing higher, lower, left, or right. Yeah. And I'm not the biggest fan of that in terms of fighting games. And to me, it's, like, very chunky. And the animations always look weird to me. However, for people who love Mortal Kombat, that's all they want. Right. right. Or it's, like, if they are, like, playing Street Fighter, they're, like, eh, this game's not really for me. Which yeah. I think is what's really fun about FGC games. For just sure. like in general because it's like everyone there's a game for literally everyone like um Cora gaming talks about this one fighting game where it's sailor moon s <laughs> it's um it's an old nes or super nes uh fighting game and it's so wild to the point where like if you like one character has a fireball and if you block it you take more damage than if you got hit what yeah <laughs> it's so busted and gross but like some people love playing it you know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what's super fun about the FGC is that there's a game for everybody. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely variety. I mean, you see the Kings, like Street Fighter. There's always going to be a Street yeah, Fighter. Capcom. That's it's like Capcom, Mortal Kombat. Um, well, Capcom, maybe not as much anymore, but it used to be just like that. Marvel's Capcom, Street Fighter. Like, those games have always just been, like, the highlights mm-hmm. of all fighting game tournaments. How do you feel about uh, 3D Arena Fighters, like uh, the Ultimate Ninja Storm series? Uh, oh, like the Naruto games? Yeah. They're fun. <laughs> I just, <laughs> sorry, I love when I asked about Mortal Kombat, you had this big answer. But this one's like, yeah, they're fun. Well, it's like, they're, to me, they're like barely fighting games. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Where it's like, kind of like, it's like the people who play those games aren't in the fighting game community. Right. And they're not like, they don't talk about other games and stuff like that. Mostly they're like, oh, because I like Naruto or like yeah. something like that. Well, because I was just thinking, because we were talking about the variety of, you know, the fighting games. And so mm-hmm. I was thinking about like games that are like in Evo and it maybe be like, I, I don't think that game's been in Evo, but no, I, I see, I see like, uh, like tournaments or something. Oh, and yeah, I, yeah. I see there's, there, there are ultimate ninja storm there tournaments. Are, yeah. So that's stuff. like, there are tournaments and stuff for it. Cause I've, I think I've seen a couple like just videos of it, but like, they kind of get fundamentally broken because yeah. that so here's the difference between like a fighting game and like a like a 3d arena game is that like 3d arena games once you get to like a competitive level they just get like broken mm-hmm. where it's like there's just like some fundamental flaw in them that just prevents them from being like really competitive right so like um like i remember one of the naruto games you can just like lock someone forever mm-hmm. but like almost every character can do that to the point where like it's not fun because you're just mashing one button Right, and it's like that. you can technically have like tournament stuff for it, but it's not as part of like the big yeah. 
bubble of FGC I know there's, stuff. There, yeah, there's definitely people <laughs> that will hear that and get at least a little bit offended. Because like, um, so my friend, my friend Clay, mm-hmm. he uh, he did the the intro for this podcast. Shout out to Clay. Um, he uh, is is really good, or at least he was really good at um, Ultimate Ninja Storm. I think mm-hmm. three, probably any of them, because they all play kind of similar. But I know three or four, he was really into. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember especially when we first started hanging out. He, we would boot it up and he would just, I mean, I couldn't touch him, yeah. you know? And uh, I remember he, he's him saying he put over a thousand hours into that game and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. So I know that you can like, yeah, it's like, those games. it's like you can, right. It's like, I used to be like, like me and my brother before we got into like fighting games, right. Cause we always just played like co-op games and then like, right. we're all huge fans of Naruto. And mm-hmm. then they, that game came out we're like, Oh, we'll play this just cause it's like, I can play as like the third Hokage and like just like play with characters, <laughs> yeah. right? So like that's what we did because we would just play that game against each other. And it's like then I looked at like tournament footage and I noticed that like you just do like one busted thing that like almost nobody can deal with. <laughs> and I'm like, well, what just prevents me from doing that and just being like, all right, this game's kind of done now. And yeah, I'm like, yeah, okay. I feel that. Um, so I guess to get back into just like fighting games and the games you play. Mm-hmm. Um, for people that aren't in the FGC, I'm sure most people know this probably because of Smash Bros. But when you play a game, you generally have a main. And, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. you were, which is, to my understanding, one character that you just kind of you quote unquote main. That's yeah. the person that you play all the time. Yeah. So I guess who do you main in these games, and how how did you choose them? Like what what drew you to those characters? Okay, I can tell you for all three. It's pretty easy. So Akuma was the initial one that got me into Street Fighter because I just thought. This character is cool looking, <laughs> yeah. and um, uh, he just has like such a sick, like character design where he's like he's got red hair, like huge buff, super like uh, like maybe not sleek, but like he just looks like a bad dude. And I'm like, oh, I love villains in like anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm always a big fan of the villains. Like people hate Tom Brady. I love Tom Brady. I know, he's yeah, like we talking, such super villain. I love him. Yeah, we were talking about that earlier. <laughs> you, you were like, I don't know, Tom Brady's great. <laughs> I don't know. People just hate winners, dude. I don't know. It's like, um, see, that's another thing. Okay, but anyway, so Akuma, I just thought he was super sick. And then I noticed that he has a lot of fun mechanics mm-hmm. in general. Like, he had, he breaks the concept of, like, basic fighting game characters, where it's, like, the basic fighting game char- character is, like, Ryu, or a Shoto, which is, like, you do, like, an uppercut motion and you throw a fireball. Right. And then those are, like, the main two concepts that, like, fighting game characters kind of build off of. And then Akuma oh. defies that because he can do... Um, he can throw his fireball in the air so it, like, comes down as the same time he's landing. And then there's, like, he can teleport across the screen. Mm. He's got the super move that can, like, if he's, if you're close enough to the person, it counts as, like, a grab. And then you just get hit with, like, a thousand damage. And, like, he's a ton (laughs) of fun. But he's also a glass cannon. He has, like, the lowest health in the game. So if you get hit, like, three times, you're practically dead. Yeah, so he's a, he's an all-or-nothing character, but he's so much fun. Yeah. And then, uh, I guess in Dragon Ball, that one's really fun. If we want to, because you know Dragon yeah, Ball yeah, characters, sure, sure. is that I'm a, first one was Android 21. I thought she was just a cool character, and I love pink, just as a color. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, Android 21 on there for sure. She gets to, like, steal moves from people, which is really fun. So, like, she always has a little bit extra, like, when you um, grab Piccolo and, like, steal a move from him, you get to use the same, like, floating orb that comes towards you, or, like, reality stone is what we called it the game <laughs> yeah is that i'm a it's a lot of fun to like work around constantly being like okay i have someone else's move that i can use later mm-hmm. so that was always fun and then i'm a the other two characters on that team are cell 
just because I love villains, and mm-hmm. then uh, Broly, because I saw the Broly movie was the first time I ever got introduced to Dragon Ball, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this character rocks. I'm putting him on my team if he ever comes in the game. My friend's like, that'll never happen. And then he showed up, and I'm like, yes, I got my full squad. Let's go. <laughs> I remember when I used to play fighters, just just a little bit, um, I think my team was Yamcha, um, Cell, and, like, Kid Buu. And what I, order did you put them in? Because that's an, that's an OD team if you ever... If you like, if you that's just a busted team. Yeah. If well, you that, put them in the correct order, that's why I, I I played that. I have no idea what order I put them mm. in, but that's why I played them because I remember, I mean, I've always liked Yamcha. Mm-hmm. Like, just he's always been one of my favorite Dragon Ball characters, and so when I found out he was like good at that game, I was like, oh yeah. yes. And then I remember specifically playing online against people, mm-hmm. and people would use Cell and Majin Buu, and I would be so mad, or Kid Buu. I mean, yeah, I would be so mad. Uh, and annoyed so i started using them myself because exactly. i was like these characters are good mm-hmm. and from what i remember fighters is one of those games and people I, my friends back home used to always get so mad because i had some friends that were kind of into fighting games mm-hmm. and i could sometimes win against them in fighters by mashing buttons yeah it's one it's one of those games where like you, you definitely there's i mean 100 percent skill there like 99.9 percent of the time but i feel like you can get i mean isn't there uh just a combo you can get by just mashing oh yeah so like see this is where there's a big disconnect with old fighting games and new fighting games right is that new fighting games have been trying to lower the bar of like ease of access Mm -hmm. so more people can get into them but for people who don't like that as much i'm not the biggest fan of it myself but auto combos are a way to like introduce like concepts to people faster where it's Mm -hmm. like you just hit one button and you'll do a combo even yeah. though it doesn't do, it's not optimal, it's not good, you can still technically do an okay-ish amount of damage just by hitting one button. For sure. So, like, it's, like, um, people who are, who actually play the game, like, that's, like, I'll, like, I say I play Dragon Ball now. Yeah. Like, people who play it can just beat people who mash buttons. Like, mashing buttons is, like, there's, like, two steps. It's, like, first time you play fighting, it's, like, mashing buttons and, like, beating, figuring out how to mash buttons how to beat mashing buttons is like the next step in getting better where it's <laughs> right, like yeah. if you can beat that then you could then you're like then you're on the way i have so many time and hour where like i just all i do is want to get good at it it's kind of hard to not <laughs> just like that's why like playing fighting games with new people isn't as much fun like whenever i'm at a party or something like it's not super fun to just like stomp everybody right yeah mm-hmm. And trust me, um, that's not fun for the people you're fighting against either. Yeah, I, I was like, this isn't fun for anybody. Yeah. Let's just play like, let's just play a party game. Well, like yeah, Smash. yeah, that's why. Um, oh, <laughs> no, because I, I was gonna say, um, you very rarely see fighting games show up at parties, like just one on one, because mm-hmm. only two players. Yeah, but um, it always makes me so mad when people when you pull out Smash at a party and you're doing so, you know, like what four player Smash? Because any any more than four, and there was no skill involved. And yeah, you can definitely argue that even in four players, there's no skill involved. Mm-hmm. But like whenever i've definitely been at parties before where you're doing a four-player smash and there was one person there that plays smash and everyone else is just there to have fun and that's mm. no fun yeah because then you're everyone's just getting their asses handed them and this one guy is just you know barely getting touched that is that is that is me in the when we, when we play smash because like <laughs> i only i only frustrating it's funny because i only play it at parties but i know enough of like understanding like game mechanics and stuff to the point where like oh i'll just do this instead and like i'll just get like the easy win for sure again because it see that's the only part where it's like fighting games are more fun when you're like when you're playing with like one friend because then you'd be like oh i can tell you how to get better like what to do here and then it becomes like an actual building but if you're playing in like a party 
people are drinking or something, no one's really caring. It's just like, all right, I'm just going to win. Yeah. And it's not, it's not that much fun. <laughs> right. So we've talked a little bit about like, you know, you don't like blocking in fighting games. <laughs> That's a good bit. Or it's just like one of the earlier things of like people like first playing or like people that are like still in like low ranks yeah. in Street Fighter. Oh, credential wise, I'm diamond in Street Fighter five. That's go. the highest I can get. That's the <laughs> highest I've gotten so far. So for him, it says this guy's bad to probably like bronze or something. I am diamond. But I'm, uh, people that are, like, lower ranked or something would be like, this is a fighting game, not a blocking game. And I think that's so funny. <laughs> um, but you, like, obviously, um, you've mentioned you don't like blocking in games. But um, what to you makes, like, when you pick up a fighting game, mm-hmm. what makes this, oh, this is a good fighting game? And what makes it, like, oh, not, not even, like, oh, this isn't for me, but, like, how, how, how would you pick up a fighting game and be like, this is a bad fighting game? Like, this game is not Oh, uh, okay. Um... See, that's, that's a good question, because there's not a lot of times where I'm like, oh, this is just a bad fighting game. Most of the time, I'm like, this isn't for me, right? Yeah. Where it's like, um, that's we. it's kind of weird in the sense of, like, when a basketball, like, if you ever, like, pick up, like, a weird-feeling basketball, I mean, maybe this concept not over you, or it's just, like, <laughs> it just feels wrong, and you're not, it's just in, like, how you use it, right? Where it's like, mm-hmm. um, if I'm playing, oh, what's a good example? Okay, so... Guilty Gear Exar might be a good example because mm-hmm. I just, I don't think it's a bad fighting game, but what made me like turn off from it was that like I wanted the character to kind of like flow into their combos a little bit. Yeah. So like I played um, what's his name? He really hard character. His name's Zotto. He's a puppet character, so he controls like a second character on the screen mm-hmm. along with himself. Yeah. He's a lot of fun. The only problem is that some of his moves like don't do what I wish they could. So it's like, oh yeah. man, I would love this game. This character was just slightly different. Mm-hmm. And then, but that could change for like a whole game system, right? So like, for example, one thing, like a universal mechanic in a game, like in Dragon Ball, it's called super dashing, right? Mm-hmm. So like bad pe- bad players will just mash super dash all day because it just instantly gets you to your opponent without, and you yeah. get to hit them too. So it's like, that's an annoying concept I don't like because it gets annoying and, like, if you're not, like, just punishing it every single time, they like, people could just get away with it. And you're like, great. That's, like, a concept I don't like about a fighting game. So if, like, a whole game was just filled with, like, things I didn't like like that, like, game mechanic-wise, and it's like, I don't know, I'd rather just not play it. It's not my favorite. <laughs> like, Mortal Kombat yeah. has, like, the block button, which I just don't like having anyway. I like, I'd rather just hold down back or something. Mm-hmm. And then I'm, uh, certain characters, like, it's just, like, mix-up central, or it's just, like, all their characters is just, like, coin tosses the whole time. Like, that's why I don't like Zangief in Street Fighter V, because it's literally, like, all right, guess for 50% of your health bar. All right, guess for the next 50%. All right, you guessed wrong twice, you lose. Yeah. And that's, like, there's because there's not a lot of, like, double interaction in that, so I'm, like, that's a, that's part of the game that I don't like, but I love a lot of other things about Street Fighter V, so I still play it. Right. Well, and then on top of that, when it comes to stuff like that with, like, Zangief, um, of course, mm-hmm. I'm a complete, total outsider when it comes to Street Fighter. But, like, it seems like in a lot of these games, it's like, yeah, there's this general system of how the game works, but one character can play completely differently from another character. Yes, that's another reason why, main, like, we were talking about mains a lot. Mm-hmm. Oh, I forgot to mention mains for the other char- for the other games, or for, at least for Third Strike. I think I said it for Dragon right. Ball. Right, I, I yeah. just kind of assumed that Akuma was also for that oh, one. Oh, sorry. For that one, I play as Yurian, and that's because I saw, um, what was it? It was um, Tokido. He came to Japan in Evo that same year as the 
um, Daigo Perry, the mm-hmm. pairing video from yeah. Evo, Evo, Evo Moment 37. And that one, he's able to um, do something called Unblockable, which is like, because the game's old and has this jank mechanic with Urien, he can summon a mirror out, where it's like, he can hit you as the same time the mirror is, so you can't block it. Mm-hmm. You would have to parry out of it, which is like almost impossible. Well, not impossible. People can do it, but like you yeah. have to be really good to do it. So like you can set it up so it's like you just get to do whatever you want with the unblockable. And you just do get a free combo, but it takes meter, so it's kind of more balanced. And right. like before that time, he got to do like one move over and over again. So it's like tackle, 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 tackle. Then he like ends the combo with the headbutt, and it's like, oh my god, that looks sick. Of course, I want to play <laughs> as that character. So ever since then, it's like I've been just hitting people with the uh, urine unblockables ever since then, and haven't oh, yeah. looked back. <laughs> Reminds me of that video you showed me the other day, or that I feel like everybody's seen with the uh, Iron Man. Oh, like, an Iron Man Infinite? Yeah, that's a combo. classic. Oh. Light punch, medium punch. <laughs> that's another reason why I'm a huge fan of Marvel's Capcom 2. Mm-hmm. Like, that game is a ton of fun. It's just the biggest hassle and a half to play it right now because yeah. it's not ported on any new console. Mm. So, like, you, there's only, like, two real ways to have it. That's um, to own it on the Dreamcast back when it came out right which now like the disc goes for like insane prices yeah it's over a hundred dollars and you also have to get a dreamcast so it's like <laughs> and a fight stick that can work with it my dreamcast is right behind i know side. and i'm like damn trying to, you're trying to play some marvel too but uh and then there's like you can like illegally have it technically yeah with yeah. a rom but it's like dude like i'm just trying to play the game i don't want to go through the hassle so like i set up um like it's just a training mode and I'm, like, doing the Iron Man Infinite is so much fun. Yeah. It's not hard, and you can just, like, loop it forever. It's so much fun. How do you feel about Marvel vs. Capcom 3 and Infinite? Okay, I, I feel so, like neither of those games really took off. The same so, Marvel vs. Capcom 3... So, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 was just, like... That's, like, everyone's favorite fighting game, like, when it came out, right? right. That's why it was so huge. Mm-hmm. So, Marvel vs. Capcom 2, it's got, like... It's got characters you've, like, never heard of from, like, either side, where it's got, like, weird... I think it's like Wukong or something like that from a uh, Sega. They had like a whole um, like cactus character. Um, isn't a Mingo? I think it's a Mingo. And like they have like a bunch of characters you've never heard of. And like on Marvel side, I'm pretty. I like Marvel a lot. So they've got like Cyclops, Cable, Magneto, yeah, Juggernaut, Hulk. Like they have like they've got like Venom. Um, oh no, it's a have? huge roster. Yeah, yeah, it's huge, and that's why everyone's like, this is the pinnacle. Because not only does it have everyone, everyone is really cool yeah. in the game. So it's like, oh, of course we love it. Yeah. And then Marvel's Capcom 3 was a big... It was. It's probably the, one of the biggest fighting games. Because back in like 2008-ish, back when like... Uh, what, or maybe 09. Because like people call each other 09ers if they started then. I'm like a 2016er at this point. So like yeah. I'm even worse on the tier list. But... Uh, <laughs> That game was super popular. Like, it was probably, like, that and Street Fighter 4 were the most popular fighting games for, like, years, right? I, I feel like I just never saw that take off. I mean, but I'm not in the FGC at yeah. all, but... That's why it's weird, because I'm talking with someone who's, like, not... Yeah, Yeah, right. like, I, we're not, like... You don't know anything about, like, fighting games. point of, like... Like, Marvel Attack on 3 was... And Street Fighter 4 were the two biggest fighting games for okay. years. All right. And then... People had some complaints with Marvel 3. Like, there's a mechanic called X-Factor, which is just, like, you your character instantly becomes ten times stronger. They do, like, a thousand more damage. And it's just, like, if you get hit, like, once... Like, if you get... So there's something called a Happy Birthday where if you hit, like, someone else's team also, or, like, teammate, 
because it's a team game, mm-hmm. you get to wipe like their whole team out in like four hits. It's wild. And then yeah. that, like a lot of people really didn't like that because there's nothing like that in right. older team games. And then I'm a Mars Cap on Infinite. This is before I, I I didn't know this in retrospect, but I got it because I was like, oh, I should learn a team game. Everybody hated that game, right? So it's like there's a, so everyone really didn't like it. So like it didn't have it looked bad, first of all. It's like when the game came out, like Chun Li's face was garbage. <laughs> everyone hated how it looked. Um it's which was weird too, because everyone loved how it played. Like everyone's like, mm-hmm. oh, this is a really fun game. Cause you get like sick mix-ups. All the characters get really cool moves and combos. There's another part of it that people didn't like is that didn't have like any of the characters from Marvel 3. But like the people they had from Marvel 3 were just reused. Oh, so it wasn't man. like new combos or like anything else like that. It was just like characters got reused. There were like no more X-Men. I was going to say, yeah, I was missing the X-Men because of the weird like, yeah. licensing stuff. Yeah, right? so like they couldn't get any of the X-Men. Like my favorite character in Marvel Comics history is Magneto. So, like, when I got into it, I'm like, oh, Magneto's probably going to be in this game. I am ready. This game's good. It's (laughs) new. Like, I wasn't in there for Marvel 3, but I'll be here for Infinite. Nope. Nope. (laughs) I was so sad. And then I'm, uh, in Marvel's Capcom 2, like, Magneto is, like, there's, like, three characters, like, people care about for Marvel 3, and that's, like, Magneto, Doctor Doom, and a couple others. But, like, man, Magneto, I was so disappointed Magneto wasn't in there. He's such a cool character. And then when I figured out you can play him in a fighting game, I was like, this is even 10 times better. Like, I'm about to be so happy. And he's a ton of fun in Marvel 3 and Marvel 2. But, um, uh, he's hard, though. He's a hard character to play as, but he's very rewarding once you get, like, hyper grab loops mm-hmm. down. Weird tangent. But, uh, <laughs> ton of fun, but Infinite didn't have that. There's, like, a bunch of other things wrong. The Collector's Edition, I remember, was just, like, it was supposed to, like, be, like, the Infinity Stones if you'd have them. But, like, they're just, like, light up Easter eggs. Like, they're, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, so yeah. shitty. I remember seeing that. And everyone's like, are you kidding me right now? And it's like, it did have like a tournament scene for a while because everyone's like, oh, it's Marvel. It's going to be good. But then like it got canceled at Evo or not canceled Evo. Like they just didn't put on for an Evo one year. And then everyone's like, oh, this game's dead now. Mm -hmm. I know there's like still some people who play it pretty like, um, they're pretty, like pretty passionately. Like they're still really into it, but like a lot of people didn't like it. Yeah. If you could make, your your perfect fighting game Ooh. like take all aspects of all of, of all fighting games that you enjoy and make like this is it this is like built for austin fighting game okay. what what kind of game would you make that's rough okay that's hard because there's like certain concepts that i love in fighting games but like i maybe shouldn't be in like because i like team games and one-on-one games mm-hmm. so that's why i'm a. I never got into king of fighters but that's what king of fighters is where it's like the characters come in one of one and then as soon as one's out the next one comes in so I'm like, that could be right up my alley, but I've never really tried it. So that could be it. But if I could have a team where I could play as Android 21, Akuma, and Urian on the same <laughs> team, it would have to be the worst game mechanically if uh, to make me not play it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so you just want, uh, you want like Fighters x Capcom. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> where it's like, if I can play as like fun, it's like, I want characters that have like disgusting mix-ups. Like, I want characters to be broken. It's like, that's the fun part. It's like, Urian is broken only because he can hit people with unblockables. But other characters are broken because they have, like, insanely good frame data. Like, they had, uh, like, Chun-Li in Street Fighter in Third Strike is, like, top tier in that game. Mm -hmm. So, like, she can just, like, dominate, like, the whole screen. Her pokes are super long. 
she can charge meter so fast by whiffing a heavy punch. It's just like <laughs> there's so much busted stuff in games where it's like if I can play as like super busted Akuma, twenty one that can steal moves, and then like Yurian, who's just like I would just put him like from third strike in any game. It'd be so much fun. It'd be so much fun. That'd probably oh, yeah. be my favorite game. Well, hey, maybe we'll get that one day. Mm -hmm. Never. Fingers crossed. Oh, Dragon Ball X uh, Capcom. Hey, hey, I'm sure some developers are listening to this right now. And uh -huh. they're, they're taking notes. 100%. So, um, so we'll wrap up soon. But I, 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 this question popped in my head a few minutes ago. If you, didn't, if you, if you don't realize, um, we're living in a pandemic. Um, yes. <laughs> so uh, what, um, what is the tournament scene like now? Like Because if, if from what I could... From my experience, playing mm. games like like these fighting games online is mm. is not preferred as opposed to being there in person. Oh yeah, definitely. So what's the tournament scene like right now? Because tournaments, I mean, they can't really happen right now. No. Know? So, yeah. So tournaments are very interesting because right now it's just purely online. So like, for some games it's manageable, but for a lot of like the newer, especially like newer fighting games, right, where it's like online is really not the way to go. Or at least because how they've implemented because almost all the time when a new fighting game comes out, it's like either adopted into like the main part of the FGC or it's just like tossed aside immediately. Yeah. Because and like the biggest thing is like developer stuff, they never really care about like making online good before because the excuse was like, oh, they're just going to play offline anyway because that's the preferred way to play it. Yeah. Which is like kind of understandable, but also for like online warriors who like grew up just playing like online anyway. Um, like Street Fighter V's online is okay and that's only if you have like a good connection mm -hmm. and then you can like make it work um dragon ball is notoriously bad because mm -hmm. it's like it has um so important thing also there's two different types of net code for um, uh, fighting games there's delay based net code and then there's my um, rollback net code rollback is 10 times better for fighting games but there can be like some instances like very tiny ones but um, uh, most games anyway, like especially um, like Guilty Gear and Dragon Ball, run on delay based netcode, where it's like it just slows everyone down to the worst person's connection, Oof. which is really rough, especially when you need like quick timing and reacting. Which to is things. like what all fighting games are based around. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like you add like like four like what was it something bad where it's like eight frames of delay or like nine or like anything high anything higher than two is really noticeable, mm. where it's like. You hit a button, then it comes out. It's not like one to one, which yeah. is like super frustrating. So like, it's really been surviving off of what games you're playing. Like I know there's a couple games that actually got a resurgence because they actually have good online, which is like, um, uh, Killer Instinct mm -hmm. has has had like good online since the Xbox One, right? Killer Instinct, dude. I totally forgot that game existed. Yeah, and like it made a good comeback for a while just because yeah. um. Like, it had good online, so everyone's like, oh, I'll just play a game that works online. And then it's like, <laughs> You're yeah. You're talking about, like, the reboot from, like, 2014. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like... Is, is that game still active? Yeah, there's people that play it. There's a lot of people that play it. It's just, like, it's not <laughs> as popular as, like, the main, like, four games, which is, like, Tekken, Dragon Ball, Street Fighter, and then I'm, uh... Uh, like, Dra or I already said Dragon Ball, but maybe, like, Guilty Gear. What's the what's the latest Tekken game? I feel like I Tekken never hear anything about that. Oh, Seven. Yeah, 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 Tekken Seven. So Tekken Seven is crazy popular here in Knoxville. We actually have um, a ton of people from Knoxville who go to tournaments and do amazing. So like we have a uh, Trungi. He's mm -hmm. a professional, or I guess professional. I've been to his house, which is weird, just like playing Ooh. Tekken. <laughs> but it's like we're just like chilling, playing Tekken, and like he's one of the best in the world at Tekken. And Ooh. so like um, he's playing against like people like Lil Majin and like other like 
pro players, I guess, and they're like insanely good, which sucks because like there's a huge Tekken community here in Knoxville. So like if you're into Tekken, come here. Will everyone will definitely want to play with you? Mm-hmm. But like people who play like Street Fighter Five and like Dragon Ball, there's like there's like f- six of us who play Dragon Ball, and there's like five of us who play Street Fighter. So it's like Jeez. it's pretty small. But like Knox, we've got like at least 20 people who play Tekken 7 at minimum, oh, like every tournament. So it's like, there's a lot of people who love, like if you're in Tekken, this is the place to be. Kind of makes me wish I was into Tekken. I tried getting into it. It's just not my thing. Mm. I don't think I like 3D fighting games as much because it's like, every character in Tekken has like, like not no exaggeration, 50 moves. And it's just like, I get a little, do, like do there's so like much. Do you mean like 3D as in you can do like the side steps? Yes, yeah, so it's yeah. like, um... It's one-on-one, but there's, like, sidesteps available, so it's, like, Soul Calibur and Tekken are, like, and the like, two big ones. To me, as, like, a Dragon Ball fan, it makes me think of the, the Budokai games. Oh, yeah. Sort of, I think. Well, Budokai, you can do the sidesteps. Yeah. Well, okay. I've never played Budokai, so maybe not. We should we should pull them out, because I've got... I have all of them. So, the try. first three Budokais are, like... Are kind of like Tekken, I would assume, because they're, mm-hmm. like, side-to-side, very traditional fighting game, uh, but you do the sidestep thing. But then, Tenkaichi through Tenkaichi 3, and most of the new ones, mm-hmm. not counting fighters are 3d arena fighters gotcha so those are less real but budokai 3 has like there's still or at least when i was growing up there was a scene for that i know it's weird i know a lot of people who love that game but i like, mean it's good yeah because i know like people just love that game but like i've never played it or like heard of it because i know i was never into dragon ball when right. i was little until now i'm really into dragon ball yeah so like now i kind of want to look at it oh dude for sure like one of these times when we're hanging out mm-hmm. like i mean i've got them all right there on my shelf my ps2 is plugged in yeah so I i'm down to try it yeah we can definitely do that um so i guess wrapping up because mm-hmm. yeah we've been talking for a little while now um you you mentioned you've played in some tournaments what's been your like tournament highlight like what out of your like fgc career like, what's okay. the, like, highlight of your career? Like, what's your so, favorite moment you've ever okay. had? Okay, so there are a couple times where I just had, like, fun times. So me and my friends all went to my CEO, which is in a, where was the last time? It was in a, oh, it was in Florida. I forget where exactly we were, but it was a ton of fun. So, like, CEO is just, like, another, it's, like, one of the majors for fighting games, right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, um, I guess you say, like, nationals or something. So it's, a, you go there. It's like you have you're in a huge tournament, with like all the best players in the world. Like people from Japan fly down for it all the time. Damn. So it's like I got to see like Tokido and like all these like amazing fighting game players. And then you get to play with them and like play regular games with them. Just like, hey, are you free? Because I got the next set and stuff like that. So Dang. it was a ton of fun. That's I cool. got to play um uh Chris G in tournament for Dragon Ball. Mm. That was a lot of fun. Um, I got smoked though because I like just started, but I got I went three and two there, and then I went um, two and two in Street Fighter Five because I played against the guy who won KIT, which is um, the local or I guess local, but it was where I'm, uh, I was in high school, which was like Franklin, Tennessee, like the Marriott. Oh, mm-hmm. so much fun! And then I'm a uh, my highlight in terms of like per best performance wise is that I went to during that time in CEO we had a side tournament for Third Strike. And then I'm, uh, I was playing, this is before I was, like, really good, but I was still able to get, like, a bunch of wins. Like, Storm Kubo was playing in there. Um, there's a bunch of, like, people who are, like, you know, like, really good at third strike. Yeah. Like, I'm talking, like, best in the world. And I, I managed to get top eight in that tournament nice. just by, like, cheesing people with Urian. But, man, it was so much fun. <laughs> it was definitely, like, because we're playing on, like, old arcade hardware. And it was, like, right. you just plug in, you play, and it's, like, oh, so much fun. 
And then the one that speaks up to me most is uh, the biggest win is that I was playing um, in uh, Street Fighter Five, and I was able to beat, um, like, that guy Clint. And then I was able to play against, like, uh, Tito G. Thomas, my other friend. And I, like, I remember, like, whenever I get a win off of them, it's, like, I can actually see myself improving to the point of, like, this is, like, I'm getting close to, like, making it. That's awesome. And then, like, I'm able to, like, keep going even further. So, like, those moments where you're, like, you're playing against people that you've been playing with, like, for the longest time and you're just, like, able to beat them, like, even, like, once, it's, like, yes. Like, it's so, it's, like, no feeling is better to me, like, in the world. That's, I was literally talking uh, to my girlfriend about this earlier today. Um, that sounds like the feeling that I was describing. I was saying, oh, I kind of wish I could uh, study Japanese as my major. Mm-hmm. You know, like, no, I I know I want to do journalism, but it would also be cool if I could just do Japanese or just yeah. the language. Because that feeling where you tangibly feel yourself get better at oh, the language, yeah. you know, like, you can just tell, you know, oh, I'm studying, oh, I can read this now. You know, it's that, it's that feeling that you get after your first semester mm-hmm. or after studying kan- not kanji, um, hiragana and katakana for a while Mm -hmm. and you look at a piece of japanese writing and it clicks yeah it it goes from i remember even just you know before college yeah um looking at japanese and it's literally like just it just like you can't it's completely incomprehensible yeah it's like like uh like it's like a fake language from a video game yeah you know what i mean where Mm -hmm. it's literally just gibberish yeah and then and then having that feeling where you look at that and you're like i might not be able to understand everything in this sentence but for the most part, I can read this. That's a, like, yeah. That's like a, that's like a boof, like, whoa. That's like, why I love studying Japanese too. Cause like you get yeah. that feeling of you see it and you're like, this makes sense. And it's like, you get this gratification of like, not only did I learn something, I was able to like see the actual, like, yeah, it, it was like so tangible right. as opposed to just like, oh, you could like learn this random fact. And it's like, okay. But like, once you like learn how to do something, yeah, that's so much more gratifying than like. Oh, it's so good. I love and, it. And that, that sounds like what you're saying mm-hmm. with, with fighting games. It really is. It's really just like a constant, like, you're constantly just learning something new, which is yeah. really fun. So, Austin, hit me with it. Why are fighting games fun? Okay. So, fighting games to me is that they're a constant story. So, like, normally when I play, like, a single-player game, if it has, like, a good story, I'm like, okay, I'm really invested. And I'm always sad when it's over because I'm like, yeah. oh, like, Unless, like, like a good anime, you know? Yeah, it's like if I watch something and I'm like, so, um, what is it? It's like we, me and my brother are watching Dragon Ball for the first time right now. And, like, we just finished the Frieza saga. Mm-hmm. And we're like, oh, actually, no, now we're on, yeah, we, all right. Anyway, we watched the Frieza and I'm like, oh, man, that was good. I just, I want there to be more. And then now that there is, like, more, then I'm like, oh, okay, sick, it can keep going. And then, like, it'll constantly keep getting, like, more and more content right where it's like in when i'm playing like a story mode game like i remember bioshock infinite is one of my favorite games i was younger in middle school so that might not be that might be why but it was like a ton of fun it was one of the few only like pure story games i've ever played it's not super long but it's a lot of fun but like i played it and i was like i was so bummed when it was over because like i couldn't play it anymore because there's to me there's no point of playing it if the story's already over Right. So that's why I think fighting games is the most fun because it's the story of yourself playing and who you're interacting with is always going. Like, yeah. for example, like what I'm talking about is like me and my brother have always been like practice partners with each other. So like whenever it's like seeing to me, it's like seeing it's like growing up with like Krillin and then like <laughs> seeing Krillin like do something cool. And you're like, oh, my gosh, that was awesome. And like yeah. he, if whenever he wins, 
it feels just as good as like when I win, right? right. Where it's like that was so sick. I'm so happy for it's like he did so well, Krillin right. Brock. It's like it's so much fun. And then when you do something better, it's like oh this guy's insane. It's like me as a care, me as a person, right? It's like my story going through like playing fighting games. I'll play someone who's like the cell of like our area, right? And I'm like I gotta <laughs> I gotta fucking beat cell, right? Yeah. And then if you do, it's like yes can you met like they came out we came out we fucking beat cell we won and like but if you lose like god damn it but what if we had like a training arc and we got stronger then we beat cell it's like that's yeah. the whole like the story mode is like always going forward whenever you're playing but it's like the story of like you and your friends all playing for sure that's, that's yeah, yeah i've never heard it put like that that's awesome yeah, yeah so like that's a huge reason of why i love fighting games because you'll meet new people on their own journey like i have a really good friend named taj who i just purely met i met him in two tournaments it was like um what was it it's like georgia they have like this huge land mm-hmm. like tournament i forget what it's called but it's like i met him in georgia and then we talked we had a good game he was he's like the nicest dude you could ever meet i love taj but so I met him there and then I met him at Kumite. And I'm like, oh, hey, Tosh, how are you doing? So he's like, oh, good. We like talked a bunch of them. And we like, we went and got food together. And he's like, hey, since you're from here, do you know any good play? And it's like, I got to meet so many cool people that are on their own. Like I would have never met before. Just like on their own journey playing fighting games. Yeah. If I like, if I didn't go. So like, For that's sure. why there's so much fun. And then like Taj is also really good at Street Fighter. So, like, he got farther in the bracket than, like, a lot of us did. And we're all like, let's go, Todd. That's <laughs> yeah. our boy. Let's go. Yeah, for sure. God, dude, I'd love to hear it. That's awesome. Yeah, so, like, that was a big reason of, like, why I love fighting games. Because you the the idea of, like, a story mode that can never end, it only ends when you put the controller down, is, like, the greatest thing that I could ever ask for. Because fighting games are so personal, right? Yeah. No person looks at, like, the character they play and, like, oh, it's just a character. Like, everyone's like... I fuck with Akuma, and if you don't fuck with him, I hate you, right? Where it's like, <laughs> I love Akuma, and I love Yuri, and I love Android 21. So, like, if someone ever said, like, Android 21 had, like, a bad design, I'd be like, you're actually capping right now. Like, I'm gonna... That's wild. Cringe. I know, exactly. And I'm like, <laughs> I could not imagine. And that's why they're so fun, because you meet... Because I watch, like, YouTube videos of, like, um, like, IFC Yipes playing, like, Marvel vs. Capcom 2 with, like, Josh 360, who's, like, the greatest Iron Man player in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, watching him play with Iron Man is, like, oh, that's just Josh. That's not Iron Man. That's, like, just the dude playing. And it's, like, that's such a cool concept to me. Yeah. Where it's, like, when I think about Tokido, who's, like, my favorite player in general, he also plays Akuma. And he's mm-hmm. been playing Akuma since, like, Street Fighter 4 or, like, even earlier. And I'm, yeah. like, this character is so cool. I want to be, and, like, the guy is so cool, too. So, like, when he won Evo, it felt like, even though I know where she ever came for of, like, winning Evo, seeing him win Evo was like, Akuma did it, right? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. like, and also, like, he's just an insanely hard worker, and I would, like, I always grind for, like, anything, anything that comes too easy, I'm like, eh, okay, I'll just do it later, but, like, I see him work hard, I'm like, oh, that's, like, kind of me, right? Hell yeah, dude. So, like, that. seeing them win is, like, so gratifying. Yeah so good the reason why i think i got into like fighting games and like other things because i'm also love fencing right yeah so like fencing so which in in my head fencing is also like a 2d fighting game it it really is 2d fighting games a sport (laughs) which is really funny because i'm uh i am uh i've been fencing for about five years now or about no i think six now for 2021 so i've been fencing for six years and I am the, there's like different ratings uh-huh. in fencing. So it goes from A 
to uh, A, B, C, D, E, and then unrated. So, mm-hmm. like, anybody... So, technically, you're unrated because you've never right. fenced in a tournament before or earned a rating. So, like, yeah. I am a B-rated fencer. So, like, not to toot my own horn, but I'm the highest-rated fencer in Tennessee. Ooh-hoo! So, like... So I, <laughs> <laughs> toot that horn, baby. So, like, I've been playing... Or I've been fencing for so long. Where See, it's it like, is a 2D fighting game. It is. It really is because <laughs> it's, like, it's just pure, like, mind games. And it's, like... There's so many similarities between fencing and fighting games where I'm like, I feel like I was really born to do these two things. Yeah. Because, like, every time I'm doing something, it's like, oh, I can get better because I know what he's going to do and I can react to it. Or I've got this six, like, plan or, like, setup for mm-hmm. fighting game players. It's like, I've got this six setup for fencing, so I know he's going to miss. I can, wha- like, I can win, right? Heck yeah. So, like, competing in both fighting game tournaments and fencing tournaments have been, like, so unified to the point where, like, it's been the most fun. Also... For anyone who actually does fencing, if you do saber, or if, no, sorry, if you do foil or epee, bro, what are you doing? Just fence saber. Like, you're kind of <laughs> cringe. But anyway, saber is so fast and so, like, fun to a point where it's, like, all the other ones you see, because, like, foil is the one where you, like, you when you probably think of fencing, it's, like, just, like, the stick, yeah, right? That, or, yeah, like, we were the pointy one. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, saber is so fast, and it's very, like, it's, like, immediate. You have to, like, move really fast and stuff like that. So, like, when comparing that to fighting games, it's, like, total reactions. Like, you have to, like, make... You have to take risks, too, in both, which took me the longest time to understand. Yeah. Because I was always, like, why wouldn't I just do the safest thing and just, like, cruise on that? It's, like, to get good, you have to take risks. And, like, that's, like, the whole concept of, like, fighting games in general. It's, like, you do a move, you're taking a risk, but if it pays off, you can, like, lead that into other things and so forth and so on. Here we go, guys. This is a... This is just, this is life advice Mm -hmm. from, I'm getting it real close, getting it close and personal, get some ASMR guys. This is a life advice from, um, from Jake and Austin. If you, if you want to succeed in anything, you got to take risks, baby. You can't listen here. All my, I'm going to start calling my listeners babies. (laughs) Hey babies. Come, come listen to me. So you got to take risks in life. Mm -hmm. You want to, you want to succeed, you know, go to college, take out that loan. You know, you want to, you want, you want to get in a good relationship. Ask that guy out. So what? What's the worst you can say? What's the worst you can do in fencing? Lose? Okay, do it again. Mm-hmm. You know, get better. All right, I'm backing up now. Man, speaking, <laughs> speaking the Lord's truth right there. But it's oh. like, yeah, it really is like the more, it feels like the more time you put into these two things, right? I always felt like always got rewarded with it because I could always see that tangible proof of like, oh, I am getting better. Mm-hmm. And like when it pays off, there's no greater feeling in the world than like, I hit diamond the other day and I'm like, like, just like I'm in my room. It's like super late at night. I've got like fucking bags under my eyes. I'm playing <laughs> and I hit diamond. And I just like threw my fight stick in the air. I'm like cheering. Yeah. Like, oh, let's go. Finally. Like I've so much time and effort has been put into it. And that's only diamond. It's not even like the highest rank. <laughs> so it's like, right there, there's always like a step for improvement. And that's why I'm always like, I am so ready to keep going. For sure, at no point. I'm, I'm like, yeah, I'm bored. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Yeah, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could. Maybe maybe one day I will. Who knows? Maybe I'll get old and I'll I'll choose one game and just stick with it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I would have I I would very much love to see you get into one fighting game. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe maybe one day. All right, Austin. Uh, we've been going for like mega long. Yeah, as far as behind the cutscenes goes, mm-hmm. uh, I definitely feel like I could have you back on. We could talk about again. I could I could keep going because mm-hmm. here that's a whole other tangent that we could have just gone on for an hour. All that to be said, had a great conversation. It was good. Uh, thanks so much for being here. Do you want to um like uh, plug yourself like any social media or anything if people want to find you? Sure. I'm a. Uh... 
go by Dio Fighting Games in terms of my like my, my tag in tournament, but I have I'm at a hook four on Twitter. Um, I don't really post much on there. It says like highest rated fans of Tennessee or something like that. Um, but yeah, a oh there are some things I do want to plug out though. Yeah. Not for me though. For it's, sure. Um, I said it before, but Corey Gaming videos. If you have any interest in street in fighting games, or if you're just curious more about it, highly recommend look up the videos. Look up that channel, Corey mm. Gaming on YouTube. It's so good. Heck yeah, dude. <laughs> it's like the savior of all fighting games. I love it. <laughs> all right. Well, yeah. thanks for being here. No problem. It's a lot of fun.